Hello and welcome to Crashing the Bones, a podcast where we're going through every Disney movie in order. My name is Xander. I'm Trevor. I'm Jake. That threw me <laughs> I was ready. You cannot do that to me. Just kidding. I'm Jake. And I'm Jake. And I'm Xander. And, and I'm Trevor. And I... I don't... Wait, then we can't go... <laughs> we can't go in the circle anymore. So... Uh, <laughs> today we're doing the episode that gets us canceled. Mm-hmm. We're talking about 1946's Song of the South, baby. Ooh yeah. Hold on, before that, life oh. update. We have we have we need our chit chats. We do. How's it how's that how's, how's your show, Trevor? Oh, it's going. I don't know when this is gonna be posted, but I have a weekend left. And if the show's already passed, then I don't have a weekend left. Did then. you like the show? So, you're required to say yes. Yeah. No, I know. I I love the show. It was really fun. Um, it's musical. It's a good show. It, yeah, it's musical. It's a good show. Everyone there's fun. Um, the directors are cool. This company's cool. Doing a show for a month straight has been a different experience for me, but it's fun. It's fun. Like, as like it's we've gotten to the point where we know the show from. Any direction forward, yeah. so anything like, could happen, and any, you would yeah. be able to fit like this on the fly. What I was telling Alexander the other day is, I've had me and during Alone in the Universe are just running around with swords and hitting just each other with the them, shit out of each other. while the two people on stage are singing a very sad song. So we're all white as fuck. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um. We are not in any way qualified to talk about this movie, but we're going to because that's the premise of the podcast, and we have to. It's it. We can't skip a movie. We can't. We cannot skip a movie. Yeah. It. <laughs> it's, it it's, also, it's just. I do wish we could skip a movie, but we've already seen it. We're now. breaking we're the here. vault. It's in the vault. It is. We are cracking like, the vault. This one are, is deep in the vault. This, this is in the this, vault. In the vault. This, this is the crown jewel of the vault. This is us grabbing. Is it? I don't think it's the crown jewel. No. <laughs> I was gonna say this is the moldy dollar in the back where it's like I guess it's still a dollar, so I'll take it. It's, <laughs> it's sort of a. a it's like that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's like uh, you're told, like, it's a diamond and it's not as uh, unshiny as people tell you, and then you get there and it's coal. Yeah. <laughs> you get there. I kind of. No. I was thinking about some of coal as it's like it's supposed to be diamond. We're it's, using it's coal. <laughs> Anywho, uh, to, uh, I got a new job. Hell yeah. I won't disclose because Trevor will just bleep it on anyways. Yeah, you can't disclose it. It's just going to be But, uh, yeah, I got a new job. I really like it. I'm having a good time. Working a lot of doubles and shit. A lot of work. As long, yeah, as, you're, as, long as it's not, like, burning you out. No, I really thing. like this job. Um, show-wise for me, I don't have anything planned for about a year. Yeah. So, Spongebob. That's what Spongebob. That's, yeah. I'm Gives me a you. year to just, like, relax. Which I've Gives honestly been enjoying. Money. Yeah, it's I've honestly been enjoying actually getting money. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, me too. We're going to Universal and Disney Halloween Horror Nights, guys. I think we brought that up on the last episode, but yeah, we're we've got like a month or two before that. A month and a half ish. Yeah, I'm excited. Wait, no, it's yeah, because month and a half. It's about a month and a half. 
well, about a month and no, a half because we're going on the eighteenth. Mm-hmm. And it's so the twentieth. Yeah, whatever. It's Matt. about halfway. <laughs> a month and about a half. Uh, anything happen with you, Xanderborg? You know, I feel like I something happened and I don't remember what it is because it wasn't interesting enough to <laughs> to bring up on the. This yeah. is my life. This Thing, podcast is my life. Things have happened. Things have happened. Uh, current events. What's happening in the world right now? Uh, the SAG strikes are still SAG's going on. Going and, uh, A24 is the only film studio going forward with film stuff because they actually agreed to yeah. SAG-AFRA stuff. Now, for a small independent film company has the money to do this, yet giant corporations don't, and it's very upsetting. To be fair, the big thing with A24 is that a lot of the SAG stuff is about streaming, and A24 does not have a streaming service. So they're kind of in the clear there. I've heard a lot of people, and when I say heard a lot of people, I've browsed Reddit. <laughs> All right. I, you, it could be a, you see a lot of people. Source. You see it's a lot of information. <laughs> I've seen the idea floated that like Sony could break from the rest of the studios and be like, yeah, sure, fuck it, we'll we'll agree to your terms because we don't have any stake in this, um, because like they do not have a streaming service. You have Disney has one. Warner Brothers has Max. Paramount has Paramount Plus, and then Universal has NB, uh, NBC Peacock. Yeah. And I was, I almost was like, is there one I'm forgetting? And then I remembered Fox doesn't exist anymore. It's There's Prime Video. Yeah, I mean, that's the other thing is that they want like, like they want like Netflix, which famously doesn't um, reveal viewer analytics to start revealing that shit. So that people are being properly paid residuals so yeah. that they actually are making some money when they're not acting. Yeah. But, uh, which is why you're not supposed to boycott the shit because that's the only way to make money Yeah, right exactly. Now. <laughs> is their residuals. Keep renting stuff, keep, yeah. you know, all that stuff. Uh, movies. Barbenheimer came out. Barbenheimer. Any, we else? both did Barbenheimer. Any other movies come up before we get into that? Uh, I mean, Mission Impossible came out. I still haven't seen it. I, I haven't seen really the last three, so... You really? You guys yeah. are talking about Barbenheimer. I'm so ready for Saw Patrol. <laughs> I just want that to be known. Saw X and the Paw Patrol movie are coming out on the same weekend. Here's the thing. That that whole thing feels very forced to me. I mean, it is very forced. It's Elemental them being like, came oh, out. Saw Barbenheimer. Oh, Elemental did come out. Mm-hmm. Elemental came out. came out. I've had no interest ever to watch that movie. I want to watch it on Disney Plus. I don't want to pay for it, but I want to see it because I think it might be a good laugh. It's so sad that Pixar has been brought to this point. Yes. Especially after, like, the good movies that they made... Didn't they lose money from that? Probably. From Elemental? Elemental. I I feel like it made no money. Would it make a box office? Haunted Mansion opens on Friday. I'm so excited for that. And we might cover that for the podcast. We absolutely will. Um, Elemental. Because what we should do is we should watch the first one... Oh, do a and double compare feature? It, yeah, do a double feature, compare it to the second one. Yeah, no, you're so like, we'll watch right. the first one here, and then we'll go to the movies, see the, the new one, and then we'll compare the two. Okay. It's because when I was younger, 
I was I was like, there was a Haunted Mansion movie. I watched it. It was nothing like the ride, and I was so mad. And then in 20 years, when we get back around to the Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion, we can just talk about it again. Yes. Yeah. It'll be like, hey, it's been 20 years. How do you guys feel about it now? <laughs> I'm but sure one... when cinema has just died and collapsed, we'll be... That's happening in a few years. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're there. Uh, Elemental made $360 million against a budget of $200 million. It is, and for reference, uh, 2.5 times the budget is breaking even. So if you have a 200 million budget, including like marketing and all that other stuff, you really want to be making 500 million. So they lost money. Okay. What was, well, how much did they spend on Oppenheimer? Uh, I can Cause I, I look. Box office, I think was 80 million. You know, I still don't I really know what Oppenheimer's about. Um, the guy who uh, basically created the atom bomb. And there's two... Didn't What is it? Asteroid City? Wasn't that about a bomb? Uh, Asteroid City. It is about aliens, yes. Oh. Yes. I don't know. I, I might have saw both those con- trailers. and. Both trailers them. contain a desert. And so that's it, probably... Yeah. For a little bit, I was even confused about what trailer I was seeing, because I would see them back-to-back on, like, YouTube, and I'd be like, I don't know what... I was about to say, what? they, maybe said, everyone's currently up to their prices on the streaming services, so I think, like, YouTube now is, like, $18 instead of 10 Jesus. I know, I, they, so I got funny. an email about it, and I was like, that's the most depressing thing, and then Spotify did it where they went up, and mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, why? They all went up by, like, five bucks, which, when you're spending monthly, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it's... It adds up quick. I am getting a lot more money from my job, though. Like, I actually have money to spend up. I'm yeah. not. Well, you, can, uh, you only work three days. Box <laughs> office. What did, I uh, believe it made $80 million opening. Barbenheimer has made $100 million, or uh, Oppenheimer has made $100 million. There we go. It's like Barbenheimer. <laughs> Budget of $100 million, Box office of uh, $230 million. It's doing fine. Yeah. Got it. I, I know... Barbie's opening box opening weekend. Was oh, I bet you fucking were. wild. <laughs> yeah, made that weekend was like one of the biggest weekends in movie history. I think of, I think I read somewhere. Don't quote me on this. That it was it was the it made the most this year for a box uh, weekend. Yeah, box, I so. for opening weekend. I'm excited for, FNAF. <laughs> I'm, I think that movie's going to make so much money. It will, of, because of all the fans have been waiting 12 years. Yes, they've been waiting, I've been waiting for so fucking long. My little brain... Because Warner Brothers, I believe, was supposed to do it like 12 years ago during like Final Universal for hopping on that shit. Let me tell you, that was the smartest idea they made. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, let's talk about Barbenheimer. Or spoiler-free kind of... Yeah. Just general, general discussions. I guess like what our experience with doing it was... Um, what order did you watch? I saw Barbie first, and then Oppenheimer, because I didn't want to, like, not appreciate the jokes. I after. watched Oppenheimer first, because, one, I was seeing it super late at night, and I didn't want to watch Barbie and sit through a three-hour-long movie. Right. And two, I wanted to end on a happy note. That's Which right. didn't really end up being that happy. <laughs> I thought it was, and it wasn't. It's very bittersweet. It's, there's a lot of emotions, and I was and like, Barbie... Oh. Yes. Barbie is my f- insane. My friend, this is like the second time I've talked about him in the podcast. Yes. He, I saw it on the same day he did. I was like, I'm seeing it too, and he said, good luck. And I thought he was just like, joking. No. Good luck. 
there were so many emotions that five hours though <laughs> a lot of emotions. you feel a whole spectrum Be- i don't know between the two movies i like watching movies i don't think i'm gonna be able to watch them back to back <laughs> i don't think i could physically do i that. think i think you would only like barbie out of the I, two i don't think you're gonna like oppenheimer I don't tell really me that. <laughs> Just like in general, from like, I don't know. My movie taste I mean, is very weird of what I actually like. So actually, it is. It it's is hard to recommend movies to you because you, you, there's some. Just, mo- it's a total crapshoot. There's honestly. so many movies that it's like, wow, you like that movie. And other movies like, well, of course Trevor likes that movie. Uh, there's a few movies people could guess and be like, yep, yeah, that's Trevor movie. And then there's other ones like you, you like that. <laughs> um, and then there's other ones where you expect me to like them. I'm like, this is boring. <laughs> yeah. My, my my outlook on movies is very weird. I don't even understand it myself. I just know if I like it or not. <laughs> the cast list for Oppenheimer. Holy shit. I don't even know who's in... I don't know who's in Barbie. I don't know who's I in didn't, Oppenheimer. Okay. I didn't look up either before I went. Because I I don't like... Sometimes I like doing the cast, but other times I'm like... I kind of just want to see who shows up. Freaking... What's the movie? Brokeback Mountain? Was that what you guys were watching? We were watching... I swear Brokeback to... Brokeback Mountain and Honor of Pride. I swear to God, every single actor is in that movie. It's... That's the same with Oppenheimer. <laughs> every character, I swear to God, I was like, I know you. I'm gonna read I, and some then I names went, no, for Trevor. No. Oh, do you not want to know I wanted... Names? I like the jump scare. Right? I, went, I thought you weren't going to watch Oppenheimer. I'm gonna watch Oppenheimer. I'm just... Pro- as recording you guys, I'm not gonna like I just said I can't watch them back to back. I can't... Okay. I can't do a barbin... Barb... Bar- Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer. I can, I, did, wa- I can watch Barbie I and I can Oppie. watch... Uh, huh? <laughs> I did Oppie. Oppenheimer, uh-huh. Barbie. <laughs> so, I... Here's my thing with, like, Chris... With Oppenheimer, because I didn't love it as much as I wanted to. I think Christopher Nolan, like, struggles with tonal modulation. And to me, Oppenheimer was three hours where it just felt like one scene <laughs> that was constantly going, and it was kind of exhausting. I agree, but I kind of liked it. Sure. Because it kept my attention there, like, the entire time. Was, it was just, it kept going. Right. And it, I liked it a lot more than I thought it was going to. I need to see it again. I mean, I, I'm a big science person, so I was like, I'm going to like this. Yeah. It's, like, yeah. it's a sciencey thing. But then I was like, it looks super long and it looks super dark. Like, I feel like it's going to be, no, it's, I enjoyed it so much. There was not a moment in the movie where I got, like, sidetracked by, like, a thought in my head or, like, got uninterested or anything. I, the entire three hours, I was laser focused. Each hour is, like, kind of its own thing. Which was your favorite it, hour? Because my, my favorite was the third hour. I can't... I was going to ask about... I don't want to spoil anything. I really talk about anything. Um... I kind of like hour two, like about like the middle. So them met like the whole process of actually making. Yeah, um, just because like the stakes were so high yeah. and it was exhilarating, but there was also tons of drama and stuff because of his life story. The stakes are high, and yet like it's. I really, I can't say that <laughs> if I, we're going non-spoiler. I, yeah, I don't. I just I don't want to spoil anything for just. Cause you spoil history, to be clear. Like, these things happen. Yes, but, I mean, I would guarantee majority of people don't know. Like, I didn't the know... The Trevors it. of the world do not know. I liked the fourth hour. <laughs> <laughs> That's our one with Barbie. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna make that <laughs> I also haven't seen that, so I liked the seventh hour? <laughs> is, is there seven hours no. worth of movie? Okay. <laughs> it's five. But, uh... 
I like not unless you throw in another movie. Yeah. I like not another Barbenheimer possible. Barbenheimer Dead Reckoning Part One. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, I liked the black and white in color. Like yeah. it, seeing these like two different perspectives. It on was. Everything. There was someone in the movie. I don't want to spoil it for Trevor's sake. Yeah, and other that deserves. Xander said it as well. That deserves best supporting actor. Yes. Like. If I would not have known beforehand, it would have taken me a while before I was like, oh, that's you. But it's his, it's maybe his best performance. Like, like if he, if he genuinely, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, like, and I've, like, seen a decent number of his movies, and, like, yes. he's... Jason Derulo. Jason, it, it's Jason Derulo. <laughs> oh, he's in that movie? Nice. Playing Rum Tub Tugger, weirdly. Oh, what what is he doing in that movie? <laughs> Are they like, is the bomb counting down, and then all you hear is no, oh, I'm what? <laughs> it goes down to zero. There's it's that like. It's Oppenheimer. He is making a bomb. It hits zero, and it's just like that, like silence for a second, and instead of whatever happens in the movie, it's uh, the rum tum tugger just bursts out of the bomb. <laughs> there is a scene like that, and I'm imagining that, and that's. Well, really I know I can I can totally bet you that there's a part in the movie where it goes one. Three, two, one, zero, and it's just like awkward silence. And then something happens. Like I, I know that <laughs> that's if it's it's about if it's about a bomb, of course that happens. Um, stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> now I become Rum Tum Tugger, destroyer of cats. Yeah, there's like a flash of white. And I saw on Instagram. Now I become Barbie, destroyer of patriarchy, and it was. I also saw I become E B, enjoyer of bed. <laughs> I me too. And seen, I fucking love that. I have seen so the Colts I think it was is doing you know the Grimace shake thing that was happening? They did a Barbie shake and instead of the weird horrifying death thing they turn like they gay. yossify. Yeah, they yossify. <laughs> so people drink the Barbie shake and they're just wearing a pink dress and it's the Barbie song as they're strolling down the street in high heels. And it's the funniest thing. It's that respect. It's the best is. evolution to come from the Grimace shake. It's yes. it's the best option to come from it. <laughs> Anywho, Oppenheimer great. Barbie. Barbie, I liked more than Oppenheimer. I don't think it's fair to compare the two movies because Oppenheimer is... to do with each this other. This is fair. <laughs> Oppen- well, it. because of the type of movie, Oppenheimer's more of a documentary. It's... This is the history of this. This is, like... It's it's the documentary. Well, I, well I, I know what you mean, and you can't compare it, but you could still like one more than the other. And I think that's yes. what Xander's saying. Just he's not a... comparing him to each other. He's saying, I liked Barbie more than Oppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> I I love Greta Gerwig. I love her, the touch she has to everything. I love her, like technicolor world that she creates in Barbie. Oh my god! And makes it all it's Barbie so toy like. And I love the performances that she gets out of her fucking actors. Wasn't the girl who played Barbie the girl who played Peach? And who's the girl who plays Barbie? Margot Robbie, as in Harley Quinn. Oh my god, I'm thinking of the wrong person. You know what I'm thinking of? The one girl who plays, uh... The one... one of Anya Taylor-Joy. There we go. Wow. (laughs) There we go. And Barbie, I said this to you, is... Like a a meta-social commentary on Barbie and the patriarchy. Yes. And what Barbie has influenced on women's standards and a lot... Which, in this movie, with... Made me realize a bunch of stuff about, like, the corsets and the way that she was dressing and how that's like the perfect woman yeah and i was like ew <laughs> it made me feel icky inside 
So really, Barbie did its purpose. It like, yes, no, it. Well, I think both movies did their purpose. Like, I like they both men. achieved. Sorry, I just thought I should say that. Right <laughs> I like men that you're gonna love up. There's so many men in Oppenheimer. Right. Oppenheimer. There's, there's so many. I mean, I've, I've look, seen. There's a, there's a lot of cute boys in Oppenheimer. There's a lot of cute boys in Barbie too. <laughs> not gonna. You won't know this because you haven't seen Secret Invasion. It's a character from it. You don't know the actor, so whatever. Gravik. I I saw him and I was like, is that... Yeah. He has like a moment in that, doesn't he? Yes. A lot of moments. (laughs) And just his acting range, I did not know was that capable because I've only seen him in one thing. And... Every every Ken in Barbie is just so goddamn funny. All of them. It's... Uh, the entire cast of both movies is phenomenal. I would... I, wa- I want to see a movie made with the cast of both movies. Just get them all together. That would be the crossover of the century. That would be Barbenheimer. <laughs> they should make a Barbenheimer movie. Barben... Bar- also, all I'm gonna say is I am Ken Kenuff. I need this. I need it. I am. Ken you know Ken. what I'm talking about? Yes, I know. There's something for the movie that you're gonna buy. You will own it. I guarantee it. You I'm will find it online, and you will you will own it. Very excited for this then. Because I want it. <laughs> and but in in my bio now on Instagram it says I am Kenuff. <laughs> Last thing, I'm very proud of Brian Gosling for learning how to sing. Um, Ryan doesn't sing. He's oh, does he sing? Does he <laughs> sing? Okay. Does he sing? He. It's the best part of the movie when he is singing. Um, and... <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know when he sings in Oppenheimer. Ah <laughs> uh, yes, Ryan Gosling as Robert J. Oppenheimer, and whatever the actor's name that plays Oppenheimer plays Ken. Cillian uh, Murphy. Cillian Murphy plays Ken. This. Skeleton Man as Ken. Skeleton Man, Jonathan Crane, 25 days later. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, we've stalled long enough. <laughs> Let's talk about Let's talk about, about this movie. Okay. So, something I kind of wanted to bring up before getting into this is, like, racism in animation is nothing unique to this movie. Like, are you guys aware that a lot of old cartoons are oh. like steeped in blackface yes yes cool <laughs> that's like and there was controversy with that recently history and what? There was con- remember when cuphead came out and oh, oh yeah recently bro that was like six years ago <laughs> that it feels recent that, yeah cuphead, cuphead is it's within the last like, they, they, they're still making dlcs for that that you can just keep playing cuphead yeah, the, the recent DLCs. Really I fun. consider 10 years or more old. Yeah, that no. Is, I, that's my metric. Yeah, no, it, it is. It, out of things recently, that is the most recent, I think, though, with, Probably. Like, with well-known like, media. It's gotta be. Unless, yeah. At least it's, it's been popular, because Cuphead's a Unless we're out of the loop of something, which I doubt you would be at least. I don't know. I'm out of the loop. We might be out of the loop for some animation thing, but I'm sure you wouldn't have known I, of anything. I probably would have. I don't know. It's... Um, I did some research before we watched this movie. How'd how that go? It was, I, so there is, list are you on there's now? a series <laughs> of cartoons by Warner Brothers called The Censored Eleven, and they're called that 
because they were banned from syndication by United Artists because they are fucking racist. Mm. Why was how was this part of the research? Uh, I wanted to get a sense of like something to like compare this to. You want to compare racism with racism? Yeah. Well, you have to be, you have to be very fire with fire. <laughs> yes, you're trying to beat fire with fire. Basically, I wanted to see how racist this was compared to other cartoons of the time. And oh, okay. Compared to those, and there's even there's a Disney short called Mickey's Melodrummer, mm. where Mickey. Uh, does blackface and plays Uncle Tom in Uncle Tom's Cabin. So, like, his entire head is black? Because... Yes. Oh. Mm. <sighs> his I whole head is Disney. black, except for I was like, his lips, blackface, of course. But his head is black. Oh, but his face isn't. His face isn't. <laughs> um, well, I guess it is then. <laughs> this movie is adapted from... Uh, the books by Joel Chandler Harris, the Uncle Remus stories, and those are in turn those in turn are uh, gathered from various like slave folklore that they literally like took from Africa and then these are like translated. Yeah. Um, just looking at the Wikipedia page here, talking about how Brer Rabbit is like kind of a trickster figure. Yes, I was looking um, at that while during the movie. And then like. You know, by by the time it, it's appearing in like um, within like sorry, I just had a total brain fart. By the time it reaches America, it's like okay. <laughs> I was like, I can't help you here. You don't know where you're going with this one. It it's sort of the um the idea of these you know enslaved African people who are are you know using their wits. To uh, exact revenge on their adversaries, as Wikipedia puts it. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Wikipedia. As Wikipedia puts it, like, he's reading. <laughs> Jesus, exact revenge on their adversaries. You know, as you do. Yeah. We're not ready for this. This is. I I'm already expecting this to be is a good five minute conversation. history or anything? Uh, Slaves. History. There you go. Yeah, slavery. Mm. Oh, um. This takes place after the, um... In the Reconstruction. Reconstruction era. Yeah. Which we were talking about during the movie and how it's... They're not technically slaves they're anymore. They're not. They're, they're getting paid. Very little. <laughs> Something. But they are... They are making an income. Yeah. Um, it makes this... I think a lot of people go into this movie and they're like, oh, well, it takes place during slave times and if that is the lens you are looking at this movie through holy shit suddenly it's a it's Even it's a movie about how slavery is like not one of the great evils in the history of this yeah this country if not the i know world. If, if you're looking at it like that it's like hey slavery is uh, actually pretty okay <laughs> i don't think it's necessarily good what this movie lands on but it's better than that yes, yes. um I, I just want to get into, like, some behind-the-scenes kind of stuff. Right. I, I just want to start doing that for, like, the live-action stuff, because I think it's interesting seeing, like, especially with directors, seeing who has, like, kind of their own voice to... Jake is, like, inspecting something right now. I'm gonna scratch. 
Um, my arm's really bumpy right now. What rash? Unfortunately, the directors aren't super interesting because uh, the live action director only directed like one other movie. The animation is directed by Wilford Jackson, who was a big Disney animator. He directed uh, the Night on Bald Mountain segment in Fantasia. I believe he was the lead animator on the Dumbo character in Dumbo. Um, was he is... in The Reluctant Dragon when they were drawing Dumbo? Probably. Like, Probably. I wouldn't be shocked if he had made an appearance. Um, he directed The Old Mill, which is a great Disney short. He did the... He is the reason Steamboat Willie was able to have synchronized sound, because he figured out how to animate it properly. Mm-hmm. Um, written by just, like, a bunch of Disney guys. Something interesting, to me at least, is that the cinematographer for this movie is also the cinematographer for Citizen Kane. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Which is interesting because that is maybe the best-looking movie ever made. Um, and he worked on this, which is d- distinctly not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's There is a quality to the cinematography in this movie where sometimes it looks great. Like, for a good chunk of this movie, I was like pretty into how it looked, but then a lot of the exterior day scenes just look bleached. Mm-hmm. Um, just incredibly boring environments. Yes. Um, which you can argue that this movie kind of romanticizes the South, but I, there's only so romantic it can be, honestly, when it looks like shit. Yeah. It um, just looks like a farm, which doesn't look good. <laughs> just yeah. brown trees, brown road. Grass. That's it. In terms of Oscars, uh, Zippity Doodah was nominated for Best Song. And James Baskett, Walt Disney specifically requested uh, to the Academy to honor him with an Academy Award for his performance in this movie. And they obliged. So he won an honorary Oscar. Oh. Won uh, Best Song for this year. Uh, I don't know, but I can take a look. If, If we would know it. Or if, like, I was... So, there was this, um, the first time I actually watched the Oscars in, like, 2017, or, uh, 2018, this would be, but for the movies in 2017, I made a playlist of every movie, um, of every song that won Best Original Song at the Oscars. Um, so I've listened to all of them at least once. It's a song I know. It's a movie I've seen. I don't think it's one you've seen. Uh, the song that one is on the Atchison, Topeka, and Santa Fe from Santa Fe. <laughs> I'm a friend. Thank from you. the Harvey Girls. Was I wrong? Did this like not come out in 1946? The fuck? I didn't see Zippity Doodah on there. Oh, there we go. Oh, this one best original song. I'm an idiot. Oh. That makes sense. Dang it. I'm going to find it because Santa it won. Bay didn't win. It was nominated and it won. I <laughs> thoroughly thought it was just nominated. No, yeah, this one best original song. And honestly, deserving win. I think yeah. it's a great song. Zippity Doodah is fantastic. Yeah. Um, let's see. Last little notes just on, like, some of the cast members. Bobby Driscoll, the main boy in this movie, would go on to play Peter Pan. That I knew. In, like, 
Disney Speeder Pan. In Disney Speeder Pan. He's oh. the voice. Um, he did a few That's that's funny stuff. because my first note when we started was here we go <laughs> Which that's funny. That's adorable. That's a good that's a good circle there. Uh Hattie McDaniel, who what is her character's name? I don't wanna fuck this up. Is that the mom? No, the she's girl? she's the um the Can servant. You? Oh. The one in the beginning? The pie girl. Yeah, the one in the she beginning. She made all the pies. Aunt Temp is her name in this. Um, like she, T-E-M-P? T-E-M-P-E. Um, she was an Oscar winner. She won for her role in Gone with the Wind, which she basically plays the same character. Um, I've, Gone with the Wind is honestly an interesting like comparison movie to this. I know I've seen it once. I've I've seen it recently because I was like, I just need to get this off my fucking list. Um, and like, you know, for a three hour, extremely racist movie, there's probably worse you can do. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Like, it's, Fair it's enough. entertaining. It's racist as shit, but also it seems like pretty... The biggest problem with Gone with the Wind is, like, the ending should just end a few seconds earlier because the main character's, like, a piece of shit and, like, her man, like, walks out on her. He says the line, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn, and then leaves. And then it should end right there. But then she's like, no. There's one thing we still have. My southern plantation. And then she goes home and it's, like, big and triumphant. It's like, fuck you. (laughs) Uh, just cut that line. Just cut it. Just cut that, and you have, like... I, I would genuinely add an extra star to the movie. Um, Fair enough. <sighs> all of this to stall... Getting into it. Um, well, let's just... What were... what You guys had never seen this before. What were y'all's general thoughts... Having I seen... like the animated parts. The rest of it, I really couldn't give a damn about. It was this kid hearing a story, and it, I mean, it was on a plantation, which it didn't have to be. <laughs> it really didn't have to be. <laughs> like, I know, it's like, where are we going, Mom? The plantation. And all of us were like, oh. <laughs> my, okay. my first note for the movie was, well, we're not even five minutes in, and them whites are on the way to a plantation. Yeah. <laughs> I know, they're like, you've never seen this before, so let's take you to the plantation. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, oh. Let's, let's take our son. How exciting. How exciting. And Trevor, the kid didn't even want to be there. What do you think? It, uh, this movie th- threw me for loops so many times. Cause I was sitting there, and like again, there was a few parts where I was like, you, ooh. And then there was other parts where I was like, yeah, this is actually kind of interesting. And then I would immediately throw that off. <laughs> it's like, anytime I try to crawl back onto the path, like, yeah, this could be, it just threw me right back off the path. Um, <laughs> Truly, like, the most offensive part about this movie is that it's boring. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah they're, 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 animated parts are great. I like them. They're interesting to watch, but then all the rest of it, it's like, I don't care, kid. I really don't. Like, like the entire plot of the puppy and any of that, I, like, didn't really get it because I did not care for it. I was like, just get me back to Br'er Rabbit. I, <laughs> I do not care about this 10-year-old's life. I am far past the age where I can give any shits yeah, I'm like, about him, like, 
him and his little like girl crush. Like the only thing I think through the movie is up oh, rich white boy. Yeah. The, the, that's it. He's that's, having rich white rich white boy problems. That's literally it. He is just the so most we, privileged fucking character. Yeah, and it's just about his privileged problems, and that's it. <laughs> you know who's a great character and who this movie probably should have been about? Uncle fucking Remus. Yes. Yes. Which, I, from I, what I knew of the movie, just from, like, just knowing that he's the songs of Duda and seeing parts of that, I thought it was about him. Yeah. But and it's not. It's not. But whenever he's on screen, this movie comes alive for me. Oh, the yeah, that part when that. he's on screen doing his doing his thing. Yeah. Like, I don't even... I, I don't even have to care about what's happening with the kid in those scenes because he's just such a warm, like inviting presence the the entire end of the movie i don't think needed to happen <laughs> the entire like oh the kid's about to die because of you it could have he just tells a story ended with uncle ramus going away and the kid being like oh no yeah and that's it we that's didn't what need I thought any of the whole and the none of that we nothing that was not needed in a way that's kind of like if we want to talk about how this movie is racist which we have to talk about how this movie is racist yes. yeah in a subtler way the biggest problem with this movie is that it sidelines its black characters for the most, most asinine boring <laughs> shit British with these white kids i was so interested in uncle ramus and every like I, the, the the little boys the little kids like i guess it was interesting to like him go and like get the stories told to him like that's cool but then anytime anything interesting with uncle ramus was about to happen it was like look at the kid his puppy his puppy he can't yeah. like he can't do the puppy mm-hmm. it was like i don't fucking care about the dog <laughs> like I didn't... I still don't know who the other two asshole kids were. They were just asshole kids. Just I was like, I didn't kids. even know who they were. They were just... They, they have names. They, they were like here. sibling brothers. And yeah, they had an entire story and stuff, but I didn't care. It would always fill that thing up with like... Were they Jenny's brothers? Yes. yes. Okay, because I was like, it was her dog, but it was their dog. But I didn't think they were related. For, for those who haven't, like... We should give, like, the barest plot description because I... This movie, it's not like people can find this movie. We can kind really. yeah. of just skim it from the top it's, to the bottom of, just, like, they arrive on the plantation, Grandma's there, she's an asshole, we figure out real fast. Yeah. yeah. Grandma's a bitch. We, it's all centered on this, like, little boy named Johnny. Yeah. Who's, has, he, we know nothing about him, he has zero personality other than he is a kid. Um... There was there was another racist thing where she was like, oh, just take it to the... Never mind, I'll show him. And I was like, haha, black people are dumb joke. Yeah, there's... The, wow. <laughs> it's funny. Just and another... It, I... You... Like, you it, need someone to, like, relate to who isn't fucking, like, at the top of the food chain. Yeah. Like, in any movie. You... I, and... This is the biggest fucking, like, power imbalance, and it's all focused on the people at the top, and that's, mm-hmm. like... Well, like, even, like, the... Well, it's offensive, and it's boring. What's yes. The, what's the one little... The, the, the one that was friends with Johnny? Toby. Toby? Yes. Is that his name? The, the little... Kid? I yeah. Think it was Toby with Dickon. Frog. Toby Dickon? I, I think so. I thought I heard that. I think his name's just Toby. There, I thought I heard a last name at some point was being called... But... He was more interesting than the little than Johnny. Sure, he, like he every, had some like 
sticks to him when yeah. he's when he's worried that Johnny's gonna be like f- chewed out when he gets home. I believe he was worried. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like I felt like he was like, he was actually like, was kind of like looking out for him. I didn't care about when Johnny gets chewed out because I no. mean, like, there's no tension there. He gets off pretty scot free for everything in this movie, honestly. Mm, yeah. Yeah. No. And then the guy gets in trouble for it. Yeah. <sighs> that's. He's yeah, like, you're telling of, my son's story. Instead of the kid having any, like, getting in any trouble Which for repeatedly disobeying his mother. To be fair, uh, he stops the kid from getting in trouble. He's like, oh, yeah, I had him with me. Yeah, I'm sorry. But, like... Um, and same with the like, He never does anything to stop it. But I like I think that's just because it's a kid and he doesn't want to, like, throw this child under the bus. But again, just, like, a weird racial subtext to it where it's like, oh, you as a black man should not be like talking to this kid about stories which in that way maybe that does make this movie more interesting that it's about them like learning to that the the final image essentially before we get into the the like final animation is a black man holding this white kid's hand and there's it's just a shot in their two hands always that's incredibly powerful i always felt this slight tension between the the parents like the and, mom and uncle remus yeah the mom like, and, the like mom every time the mom was like i you can tell my kids stories but <laughs> yeah. and it was always that weird like oh don't like it it feels like the grandma and the dad are very comfortable with everything around yeah like all of the people of the plantation yeah um because they they've lived there and yeah the mom is always just very on like on the outside um in a better movie, they would address that. In a better movie, that would be, like, yeah. a character arc for her. Yeah. But we the, don't really see that. No. Um, it's it's, an, it's interesting. I just read a synopsis because I was looking up the yeah. movie. It said... This... It would... <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Uh, just the end of it. Johnny learns from the stories how to cope with the challenges he's experiencing while living on the plantation. What challenges was he facing? He faces no... He has no problems. He got a dog, and then the dog got taken away. Wow. <laughs> that was it. He could literally get... There was no challenge on that for him. And if he wanted another dog, he could get another dog. Yes. It's, like... It's... It was just really... I mean, I guess it was like cool. It, part of it was, like, it was Jenny's dog. Whatever. But... Th- there was yeah. he didn't have any challenges on there, no. <laughs> it was interesting to see like him use the stories he learned in real life. Yes. Yes. Like, oh, like, that laughing place. Like to do something. That 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 was that part was actually I saw what they were going with and it was interesting to me. They just didn't commit to it. <laughs> they just kind of like quickly like hinted at it and then kind of yeah. moved on. Yeah. There's like the scene where he the like one good scene with the kids is him. Oh, outwitting the bullies yeah go do, yeah just don't tell your mom if like, you tell your mom that would be that would really suck it's like holy shit the oh, some no. actual like they parallel. told his mom let's talk about the animation because i think we Fantastic. all really like the animation there was only one part of the animation that i didn't like and uh, thank you that, that i have a last live action note um because i didn't catch any other animated water like that was truly animated uh they got on a boat and it was the ickiest grossest water i've ever seen and got four out of ten and then at the end a frog jumped on the water and it got a nine out of ten because that shit looked 
so good with the ripple. Oh yeah, with the, the I think they threw a rock. And yeah, kind of it just over it. Yeah. it looked so good, and so like a nine out of ten, and that's all. My I ends. mean, for the gross water, it's supposed to look gross. Yes. So does that make just, it go higher, or is it no, just because it, it looks gross? It made me feel icky, and I felt like I well, would I get feel like so that's many diseases from that water. I Honestly, think, I'm surprised you rated it as highly as you did. I feel like that's the point, though. The four? four? Yeah. That, some I mean, gross-ass water. It was, but, I, like, yes, what it's, makes it it's supposed to look... Just oh, because just it cause... made me feel icky, I did not like it on a personal level. Yeah. It did it... I mean, it was water in, like, like a marsh type of, like... Not a clean river, but it also just made me feel like I felt like I could get so many diseases and I would have so many problems swimming <laughs> in that water. All right, let's let's talk animation. This is the part that's interesting, guys. Yeah. <laughs> animation. Um, like immediately when it transitions into zippity doo dah, it's like fucking blew my mind. I was like, whoa, okay, hi. A the live action and compositing in the animation is the best I, I, it may be the best I've ever seen in a movie. There were time I think, the, when he was walking, the road, the what he was walking was a real set. Yes. And then at some point it transitions into animated, and I could not tell you in any scene where that line is. Seamless. It yes. is so fucking for seamless. its Fantastic. time. For its time, when it is It still holds up. Yeah, no, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, like for its time. I don't know who the fuck just, like, all of a sudden grew brain cells and knew what the fuck was happening, but they knew what the fuck was happening. Especially because, like, we just watched Three Caballeros, and that, like, that sometimes has good yeah, it's, um, live-action animation, but then sometimes it's just like, oh, you're standing in front of a screen. Or it's like, oh, you painted over the plate. Yeah, yeah which is or it's, it's like, just interesting to see that they animated on this film. Those, like, it doesn't feel connected versus this felt like he was in that world. Yeah. Versus like, oh, I guess there's cartoons here. <laughs> he was in that world. Which I think was kind of... When did Poppins came out after this, correct? Uh, like, much after years Yeah, Jesus. I just want to make sure before I said any wrong statements. <laughs> no, you're okay, but I think wow. they learned a lot... From this, going into Poppins with Jolly yeah. Holiday and stuff, learning how to do this. Yeah, they're definitely taking all Pitting the person Poppins is another into one where the I like, animated. Yeah. I mean, Poppins, is, that's another one where, like, the compositing is perfect. So good. So freaking good. Um, and then, like, the songs... All of the songs are bangers, first oh, of yeah. all. Yes. Um, that's the only thing I want to miss about Splash Mountain is... Is these songs. We're going to have a full convo about Splash, Splash Mountain right after this. Yeah, yes. I just want to get through this movie. Yeah. Uh, I have no more notes. We can just go. Uh, the first, okay, just segment by segment. There's the first segment where he's making a dollar a minute. He Oh, he gets trapped. We thought he was hung. <laughs> yeah, I thought the rubber was hung, hanging by his neck, um, but it was just by his all limbs. <laughs> we, we meet the three characters... Burr Fox, we learned, is, like, actually voiced by James Baskett, which explains why he's, like, maybe the best of the three performances, because he's really funny. Yeah. Yes. Um, but, like, there... I I know some who are like, oh, the, the animation is, like, gets defended, but it's nothing to write home about. I think the animation is, like, truly fantastic in this movie. Yeah, like, yes. I it's think it's genuinely Really funny. good. There's a lot of funny, like moments and like just funny quips and stuff yeah with not like vocal quips but like animated quips animated quips and just like good good moments of characterization yeah. throughout 
like these feel like fully drawn characters, which like, makes sense fully because thought out for the like. Which real that's characters. probably the advantage of pulling from this folklore is that you you're getting like really really strong characterization out of it. I was still so sad when I figured out they weren't all played by the same guy. I know for a while I thought they were. Like, they sounded like it. They sound like the, the whoever was the other two were they the, the, were those two the same or were they both different? They were both different, but then in the laughing play segment that was James Basket. Okay. Yes. So, uh, or as um, Bro right. Rabbit. Got it. Okay. Yeah, because there's just a lot of like a, uh, again before the animation actually started, he was doing all the voices of them. So I honestly thought it was just the same voices, um, and like it was just interesting because that's what I thought was happening. And I was like, wow, that's actually really cool. And then you told me they're different. I was like, wow, that made all the magic go away for me. Yeah. Um. The second segment is the most uncomfortable. Oh. Is that... It's the... Tar guy. <laughs> that tar guy. The tar guy. Should, the, I'm not going to be the replacement for the... Sorry. I was like... <laughs> yes. I'm yeah, not... it's the... It's that segment, the... I, I you can, know, the... I can, say, I can say tar guy. Where they make the guy out of tar. Yeah. There we go. The segment, they make the guy out of tar. Um, they say a, a slur... Many, many times in this. Every <laughs> fucking sentence has it in it. Every sentence. For and, the entire ten-minute segment. And to be fair, it comes from these stories. The slur comes from these stories. Does it really? Yeah. So, yeah. I didn't know that. I, I knew the slur. I knew the slur. I didn't know it came from this. Yeah. Oh, that's so bad. Oh. It's... But... So, by this point in time when this was made, it was already a slur... Or did it come no, from this I movie? Do, I think it might have come from this movie, honestly. Was it in the book? I was gonna say, were they just like? I mean, it was. It was it, in the it's, story. It's the name like, of the wait, because it's the name of the story. Like the yes, story's yeah. name is. But I think again, no one really read the book, and then this became a thing, and then it was just kind of used after this, that. This I probably popularized it. If anything. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a phrase used in a big Disney movie that's really easy to use as like a racial epithet. What else happens in the segment besides that? They catch Burrabbit. They, uh, they throw him into the Briar Patch, which is important because it's going to be the crux of Splash Mountain. Mm-hmm. Yes. Getting thrown in there, which makes sense because the drop. Yeah. Oh, whoa. It. You go into the. You go into during the. During this, you just get whoa. that. We'll get more into it later. But during this, there were a lot of moments where I was like, I know that from the ride. The I fucking, know that from the ride. The fucking crows. Where were the? <laughs> no, where were the the? It's. Well, you're going to the laughing place. They don't exist in Song of the South. The vultures. Uh, yeah. We were just talking about them. Yeah, you yeah. said crows. Sorry. And Birds. I was like, vultures. Susical. <laughs> Vlad. <laughs> Vlad Vladikov. <laughs> Where's Vlad Vladikov? <laughs> Him and his twin. Him but no, I was waiting for it because then then they sing the song about the danger, and that song wasn't in the movie, as far as I was no, aware. it's not. And I was like, where's the, where's the danger song? And then there was never a danger song. Oh, the danger song when you're going when up the hill. When you're going hill. up the hill. I love Trevor's I love conspiracy playing. theories. Those parts were in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> they were the parts that he didn't tell. <laughs> yes, they were in the movies. He just didn't tell them, so we never heard them. But they were there. Trevor's conspiracy theory. Yep, there we go. Is there any Kingdom Hearts corner for anything in this movie? <laughs> Absolutely not. No, <laughs> the, bird, the bird is the entrance... 
I said Kingdom Hearts. I know, but I, that's another thing. The bird, the blue the, bird. The blue bird <laughs> is the chirping when you enter the park. Yeah. And I did not know that. I mean, I probably did, but then forgot. Because, honestly, I don't know why I wouldn't know that. But anytime Which I, I don't hear think they're it, changing that. I also don't think a lot of people know that's technically no, from Zipi. I guarantee no. anyone you would ask would not know that that's from Song of the South. Not a single soul. Not one person. No, there, uh, there's some Disney adults out there I can bet there, you Okay, there are a couple, but... <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to know the... I don't want to know the ones... Who have who seen are, this yeah. that are like, oh, it's from Song of the South. That is a weird, like, everyone knows Song of the South, but doesn't know, haven't seen it. And it is just a weird, like, it's like, oh my god, that was from Song of the South. I feel like that's a bit, everyone head stops, Everyone's slowly like... turns to you. <laughs> I feel like that's one of those moments. You don't want to be the guy that knows it's from Song of the South. <laughs> yeah, don't be that guy. <laughs> don't be that guy. But every time that would happen, I'd get excited, because I'd be like, oh, Disney, <laughs> Disney is, Park. It is really, you get the, like, you scan your thing. You scan your like, thing, goes, and then you walk in. And it just so it made me back. like so it made me jump a little. I'm glad we're just taking a day trip because like we've all been there so we, many times. Where it's just gonna be a relaxing like go it, through, do what just, we want. We do what we want. We vibe. We, we don't have to go on any. And then we just start trailing off, talking about our trip that we're gonna go on. But we talk about that literally every episode. So I'm just gonna skip to where we start talking about the movie again. Okay. Have fun. Let's talk about Splash Mountain. Yes, please. Anyway, no, wait. Before we continue, we want to just rate the movie. Just get it over. Oh, yeah. Yeah, before we get on to our rest of our segments. What is it? One out of five. One out of five burr patches. One out of five Drowned dogs. <laughs> one out of five drowned dogs. <laughs> one out of five drowned dogs. Does that make... One out of five bull breaking kids back and somehow kids surviving. One out of five frogs. Because that was honestly one of the funniest bits in the movie. The frog that had... The frog that just... He put on his head and he jumped off. We were all like, <laughs> funny. We all laughed. We, we loved that. We all laughed. How do you represent... Most things have, like... When you think about this movie, this is what... Kind of, and the only thing that comes out of my head is zippity doo but I don't want to do one let's out of five do, zippity doo Let's do zippity doo because I was about to suggest the same thing. So zippity doo da. I give it a, a zip. Give, no, you want to give a zippity doo or da. Uh, zippity doo or zippity? No. Zippity doo da. Out of five. Uh, I give it a pu out of five, to be clear. D. Two, okay. Is it pu? I give it a putty. Half. Two and, th- two and a half. Two and a half. I give this... This is a pud. A <laughs> zip. Um, wow. Well, not, zip. Not zero. A zip. <laughs> a one. That's, that's um, the same score for victory through our power. Just maybe. because... Mine is just because of how much I liked the animated yeah. portions. It's I mean that's okay. the only reason it's a one. Two, I just want to like address this. The animated portions are still problematic, like just in terms of like the voices. Yes, the, and the, I, the we, I don't. Accents. I feel like we didn't even talk about that. Yeah, it is still problematic. Um, but they're just not because it's it's not as bad as what they've already done. And it's still <laughs> it's just. It's I don't want to be, well so I don't care. I don't want to be that guy, but it's, looking at it in the time that it was, the animation, like, it's good. It's enjoyable. And in that time, looking, it was Looking at it not, it like, is, at least they're not grotesque stereotypes. And there's, I mean, there's no, the only bad thing, like, big thing I could think is the is man the made of tar. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and that's that word that, being used that many times. But even then, at least 
at least they weren't actively like going out to say a slur. That was just them adapting a story. Yes. Again, you they the, you keep saying like you cut this out of stuff, but they we've already talked about this. Disney has already done this with the movies before, where they made stereotypes in a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> and had a story about them. Yes. Um. This one's just touchy because it's about the biggest atrocity yes. in American history. It, it, yes. it is a bit touchy, but at the same time, it's like for its time. <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want that to be like that because it's in this time. The, I'm like, I, I don't want to be that guy, but still, because it can, I think because that's got a point to it. Because it can still be totally racist yes. for its time. I would like to just remind the audience: we are uh, three white men talking about racism. We are not the type of people that should be talking about racism. <laughs> yes, and, and it again very much is, but. Like sidetrack, I kind of in the same realm because it came up. Django Unchained, racist fucking movie. I don't know what you just said. <laughs> Django Unchained. Django Unchained. We don't know what that is. It's it's a Tarantino movie. It's about a uh, a former slave who, like, goes to get revenge and get his wife back from a slave owner. It is oh, so good. The movie as a whole is fan fucking tastic. I, but. Boy, is it racist. I don't think that movie is, like... At, that movie is very critical of, like, slavery and shit. Yes. Um, in a very, like, immature Tarantino way. But, like, that's... I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't say that movie is racist. Not that I am the person to judge if that movie is racist. I've never seen I it. I mean, there's, like, the whole, I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio and... He is a racist All character. The... I don't think that is the movie being racist. No. I think that is the movie being aware of racism. Yes, but it's it reminded me of just like I don't know. It just was a tangent. My brain connected. It was no, like I, I really like this movie, even though it's got problematic parts to it. Yeah. So it's the last zippa putty. <laughs> zippa putty. Zippa putty. No dudas here. No dudas here. If anyone here. gives us a doodah. If anyone gives us a doodah, I want you to describe in 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 our comments down below. In the Q and A, I don't care if it's a question. If it's anything above a putty, <laughs> why? <laughs> I would like to know. Genuinely, I would like to know why you think so. If you are either racist or boring. If you are that high on this movie, or both. Probably both. Really? <laughs> if it's a duh, then you're probably racist and boring. <laughs> we can talk about my favorite part, though. Splash Mountain. This Splash one I actually know a lot about. Um, <laughs> I'm okay. Do we want to talk about like the history of Splash Mountain? Nah, they can go watch. Was Splash Disney. Mountain an opening day? I don't remember. I don't think it was. No. Definitely when, not. When did it, it become... Uh, it opened in, like, the 80s. It was a Tony Baxter ride. It was... The whole point of it was to, um, like, reuse a bunch of animatronics from a show called America Sings. Yes. Which is why there are a lot of characters in yes. Splash Mountain that do the not... The chickens appear. used to be goose. Yes. <laughs> um, and I mean, yeah. They just... I mean, they made the fucking Hollywood ride the monsters and characters. Yeah. And... By, by decapitating all of the animatronics. They and, use, I mean, they use the same face molds in uh, Epcot's ball ride, whatever the fucking ride is. Oh, Spaceship Earth? Spaceship Earth. Majority of the faces there are faces that are around other animatronics. I remember anything about that. <laughs> I was like, you get to ride the Epcot ball? What does that mean? And then history. Being like, <laughs> it's like, history. 
history. I love that fucking ride. It is. It's a really relaxing ride, and there's it's never a, nice a wait ride. for never. it. Never, <laughs> never. It's literally you just go there. The part at the end too. That's so fun. Yeah, All the I love things. the end of it. The beginning of it, I'm like, okay, we're in history. Could not get, and then it gets good. I like the part where you open up into like the moon. Mm-hmm. Anywho, they use they re- re- reused animatronics as Disney used. This before. ride was one of my favorite rides to like just cool like we were talking about in the movie just cool off like it's but I don't like taking it like midway through the day because that's when you're like waiting like eighty minutes yes and you're just standing there in the sun and then when you ride it you're like okay it's good but it was good for like five what minutes no me and my dad would do when we would go we'd animal passes whatever we would go every couple weekends we'd go first thing in the morning bring a change of shoes and socks as well as underwear so no chafing go on it immediately change put the wet like shoes wet socks into the locker so i mean you're not walking around i just wet wore socks. Sand- I, I wore sandals and then changed them to socks i had a pair of shoes that i had for water rides for six flags or whatever yeah and then while we're our bodies still wet our clothes are drying off and but our socks and shoes are we're not gonna have to flood or anything right, right but it's so nice to go on in the morning and then as it gets hot you're still cooling down you're cooling down as it's getting hotter um, I, I love the water ride. Also, at the end of the night, on like a hot July night, where it's like still 7 degrees in the park. Yeah. There's a 15-minute wait. You just go on, and it's still... It's not cold enough for you to be shivering afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's just still a nice time to go on, I think. Yeah. It's... It, it, I liked the the queue for that ride, too. The, um, I love the queue for that ride. I like the inside queue. I hate the outside queue when you're just around it, and you're like... <laughs> Miles down the Did road. Did you like the Disney World queue or the Disneyland queue better? We didn't go. We didn't Disney go on World. Disney World. It was oh. closed. Never mind. You. What one do you like better? Uh, I I remember liking the Disney World queue more. Uh. I tend. I'd say the same. It's more shaded. It's more covered. More shaded. There's like more the outside areas on. are more shaded. I I like. There it. were there were like Uncle Remus quotes in the queue. Yeah. Um. And then like. Yeah. I don't know. The Splash Mountain was always one of my favorites. I I had so I'd seen some of the stuff as a kid. I was I was the weirdo with the DVD that I was. To be clear, I did not order the DVD. We just had the DVD. Don't want to know how. <laughs> um, don't ask questions. So I like. <laughs> So, like, I saw Song of the South before ever going on the ride, which means I knew all of the characters and stuff, and so I really had, like, an affinity for seeing that come to life on the ride. Um, I don't know when I, like, I just eventually, at some point, I just knew the characters. Couldn't tell you, like, when I learned them, I couldn't tell you when I didn't well, know them. Well, they say them all over the queue, at least in Disneyland. Yeah, I just, um, like... It's like, this is, and it shows you the picture of them. I mean, my first time going, I was so young, and I've gone since I was so little. I don't remember a time where I did not know who the characters were. Sure. I... Which, cause, but I've never seen the movie. But I just don't know when I... I don't know the time I never knew who they were. When did you know about Song of the South's existence? Oh, God. I'm going to say really late in my life. Not going to lie. Like I knew about it pretty, pretty early. There was just, I had no way to watch it. Right. It wasn't on any streaming platforms or, I mean, Disney Plus didn't exist. I knew Song of the South was the book before it was a movie. I knew it was a movie that Disney made, and I just, for a while, I knew it was a movie and I knew it was unavailable. I didn't really know why. I just knew that it and just wasn't available anymore. Didn't want to know enough, so you didn't really care. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I didn't have an easy way to obtain it, and I didn't care enough to go find it. Right. 
and then eventually when it i think when it started getting it started gaining traction as problematic and getting canceled like so you it, it like regained surface for a while yeah and like and 2017 to 2020 basically mm-hmm. that it's about the time where i was like oh th- that's what this movie is that's that's my same thing i didn't know about it until because i knew it was a book because anytime i was I didn't, like yeah, I heard about like okay let's go to splash mountain everyone just told me it's based off a racist book never movie racist book interesting <laughs> i didn't know it was a movie which i mean to be fair until like the movie is based off a racist book i don't so well, like the book is not necessarily racist at least i don't think so um, I don't know, never because it's just because it's just recounting the stories like the folklore. I uh, mean, if I were to have to guess, there's probably translation errors. There's probably oh definitely. There's probably stuff that translators have added to appeal to to like white audience to the white audience like jokes and stuff yeah. that weren't that the original creators of the story wouldn't think are funny for sure. And so I'm sure there's stuff that they added and stuff got lost in translation and yeah all that kind of stuff the ride itself i thought was really fun it's really cute like it's it's honestly one of their longer rides yeah there's like uh, there's a it is one of the longer rides in disneyland i think that's what i always liked about it was that it, it feels like it's telling such a full story story yeah. i don't know about that because little more we can get along with all the fucking stops <laughs> Well, well, okay, that's a <laughs> if you sit if you uh, are lucky enough to be there at the right time and actually go through the entire thing. I can tell you the last out. time I had a ride where I did not stop at least once. I I just like uh, Splash Mountain because it's it's a longer. Um, it's air conditioned. The part that sucks is when you get really so like soaked, and, and then, then you're sitting. It's so cold because you have air conditioning yeah. blowing on you and you're watching all the story happening. I remember sitting there literally shaking. Story time from me. So in that ride, there's a, it's right when you get from the outside into the inside when it, you first start like all the inside drops and stuff. Yeah, there's one drop where it doesn't seem like it's a drop, and unless you're sitting in the front, you don't get wet. <laughs> but if you're sitting in the but front. But if you're sitting in the front, <laughs> let me tell you, I was going on it with me. It was me and my dad and others, and I was in the front one, and I was like my, I was like I'm just gonna duck so we we'll go right over it. <laughs> I ducked and it went. <laughs> I was the only one got wet. This is the story you told me. We're just like a sheet of water. It on felt your like back. someone dropped a bucket of water from over top. I was like, I thought it came from above. I was like, what did water drop from above? That's so funny. And then later, I went with my brother and my dad, and I was told my brother, I was like, I went on it. I sat in the front, ducked, dry, <laughs> so dry. I sat right behind him, and he ducked, and I was like, haha. <laughs> he was mad. <laughs> it was the best moment of my life. I was like, yes. I have one of my favorite. It's like when I gaslit you in Pirates. I admit that was really funny. Um, but it's one of my favorite photos I have because I have the funniest Disney faces known to man. Me as. And when they're going down the drop in that one part, I am leaned so far back into my seat. My mouth is so far <laughs> open and my hair was at that point where it was just up i looked at, i looked like i was just a troll doll yeah i looked like a fucking troll doll or a s- explosion just happened it's one of my favorite photos i have because i would didn't i don't know why my thought process was if i lean back i won't get wet let me tell you wrong <laughs> absolutely absolutely there's no science between if you're not gonna get wet or not you just 
it, no matter where you sit, you're gonna something. At some point, you're gonna. Get you'll away. either be really lucky because I've I've been on it once where I, I was like nothing, and then I've gone on it more times where I'm like when I stepped, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like okay, yeah, I'm soaked. That was ASMR for the audience. Yeah, it's okay. Did you get that sound again? What What was the sound? Yep, I played it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough, fair enough. You, won't, you have to listen to the episode to hear it play. Fair enough. <laughs> But there was a time on that ride, so for a little bit, I had a magnetic phone case that was two halves, and they went together. I read, went on the ride, sat front row, because that's what I did. That shit came out of my pocket, all the way back. My phone came out of the case, and the entire log for half the ride was looking for my phone in the case. <laughs> we could not find it. Everyone was like, where is it? As we're all like... In the dark while the animals are speaking. It was... Because it was... When you, you're you, going through and you go down the first oh, little, like, drop... Oh, did you drop. find it before the big drop, though? Yes. Okay, I could imagine. But it was right when we got into the dark area, and I, I, my dad was like, there's a phone that dropped, and I was like, and it's in three pieces. <laughs> and it's in three pieces. <laughs> we found all the pieces, okay. but that was fun. <laughs> Xander, you tell a story about... Splash Mountain. Oh, I've got nothing. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I, Splash Mountain has been one of the... Like, again, I'm very sad to see it go. I'm very excited to see what it's turning into. I'm so excited well. for Tiana. Um, but, like, still, that was one of the rides where I had a lot of fun on that ride. Like, Which I is weird, because you don't like animatronics. Oh, no. Let me tell you, the first time I went on it, again, I was born in the Five Nights at Freddy's fucking era. Like, yes. When I, was in, when I was little, like, that's I was that one kid that I could, still to this day, I can tell you Chucky the entire cheese. lore of FNAF right now. Um, like Chuck E. Cheese and shit, like, because of that, FNAF ruined it all for me. Uh-huh. Um. Another thing that ruined it for me was the, what are they called? They made a book series. Kingdom Keepers? Kingdom, Kingdom Keepers. Keepers. <laughs> I only read the first book, and it starts with the animatronics and Slash Mountain coming alive, and they're evil, and boy, did that scare me. Well, like, I, like, I read that, and then I went on the ride after that, and I was like... Oh, this is unsettling now because of yeah. a story that I read. And, no, that's one of the rides where you, like, you get super close to those animatronics. Like, yes. there's points where, like, if you really wanted to, you could lean out and touch one of them. Absolutely. Um, there, like, there's one, doesn't the one, one, the one time when the rabbit gets caught, doesn't he, like, bob his butt in front of, up above you? Isn't that a part that happens? It's... Or the bear? I think... No. Oh, not yeah. the bear, not the bear, because he's... The hanging. bear is late, it's farther away. Yeah, there's a part where it's, an animatronic hangs above you, and you're like, I swear to God, if I stand up, I'll just... Grab it, <laughs> but no, like that's because the first time I went on it, I I didn't go to Disneyland until super late in my life. Yes. Um, and I'm so mad I was not there for the first time. I know it is, but although the two people with me t- took well advantage, well advantage of it, um, did me justice. Yes. Uh, but like I I remember going on that first ride, and again it starts outside, so you're like, oh, this is this is fine. Like you're just going through the like drops, you're like, woo. And there's like music, and you're like that, 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 you're having fun, and then all of a sudden you drop into darkness, and there's just animatronics sitting there as bigger than me, and I'm a big man, and I was a big man then. I was like just like watching this bear that's like five of me loom over me. I'm like Jesus Christ. They were terrifying, and then again they were really old from the 80s, so like they're just. I really do enjoy the last show scene of all the of all the animals on the boat. I love that. It's such a nice ending to the ride, which, because of the ride, it almost has, like, no correlation to the movie, besides some were like, oh, that part where the bear is hanging, yeah, 
that's in the ride. Oh, he's pulling the shell. That's in the ride. It's mainly just like in the dream. But it yeah. ends in such a different way. I would never have guessed that it came from this movie. Besides, like, I would have think it was inspired by the characters in the songs. If you do that. Yeah. Other than that, I would have would not have thought mm-hmm. it came from any story or anything. I don't know. It's. I am gonna miss that ride, but again, I am very excited to see what it turns into. Yes. Okay. Um, with that. Is there anything else? I, I think we've exhausted everything Any... we want to say about this movie. Zippity-doo-dah. We talked about Rock ten minutes for for, about the movie. The rest of it was just us going on sidetrack tangents, which I enjoyed. That's what um, this podcast is. We did really. talk a lot about the ride, though, which I think it deserves. Yes. Especially since it's closed down now. Um, yeah. I don't think there's anything else. I think that's it. Totally. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I'm, I'm so, so sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. This you... is... I wonder how long this episode's going to be, Trevor. Future Trevor, tell me. Well past Trevor, it's about an hour and 14 minutes. Thank you. Future Trevor, tell me. I literally just said an hour and 14 minutes. Were you not listening? or like? <laughs> it's... Yeah, uh, if you stuck with us through oh, probably our worst on. episode, thank you so much. Last water score of the movie. Oh, yeah. I had nine and a four, and so that's, we'll call it... It's like seven. You had one water score. Just because score. of the movie, I had two. I had a nine at the end because of the frog, and then the murky gross for water. And so, so out of ten, what do you want to average that to? Based on the water score and how I felt... I'm going to give this a five. No. About halfway. <laughs> I got to think of the water. Compared to, everything. Mm, compared to everything else that we've seen, the water, I'm going to give it a three out of ten. Three out of ten. <laughs> three out of ten waters. That's, that's valid. That's respectful. Just, totally get that. There was not a lot of it. There was one good one, and it should not be praised for the movie it's in. So it's a three out of ten. <laughs> That's it. I don't even. Bye. <laughs> see you next time. See you next time. Go watch Song of the Cracking South. Cracking the Ball. No. <laughs> see you later, crackheads. See you crack later. Friends. No, I don't like that. It's crackheads. It's crackheads. That's the canon. <laughs> I don't like that. It's... Crackheads and crack friends. It's not a canon event. <laughs> no, this it's is a canon event. event. <laughs> Starting a podcast is a canon event. <laughs>